It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm Madison Allworth. I'm Bill Hemmer, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. I'm Grinnell Scott. In the annals of the United States House of Representatives, it is a day that will be remembered. This was just the second time in the history of the House, the first time in more than a century, that they even took a vote to remove a Speaker of the House. The first time in the history of the institution that that vote was successful. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Eight months ago, it took 15 rounds of votes to elect California Republican Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. It only took one called vote among a divided caucus to lead to this. On this vote... The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. It was a tense time on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives as every vote was tallied to determine the fate of a man who made nearly every possible concession just to get the job. Those who were there could feel the magnitude of the moment. The chamber in the House was very crowded. There were obviously all of the members of Congress sitting in their seats. All of the viewing galleries for the public, for staff, for reporters were full. You had a lot of members of legislative staff sort of along the aisles as well. So the place was packed and yet remarkably quiet. Fox News radio correspondent Jared Halpern was in the chamber for that crucial leadership vote. There was certainly a sense of the seriousness and the history of what was unfolding here, Grinnell. This was just the second time in the history of the House, the first time in more than a century that they even took a vote to remove a Speaker of the House, the first time in the history of the institution that that vote was successful. And it really, um, afterwards, there wasn't a lot of chaos. There wasn't a lot of noise. Um, members kind of went their own way. You saw Democrats go to their side of the cloakroom. Republicans do the same. Um, But during the actual roll call vote, which took uh, quite a bit of time, it was very quiet in the House chamber, more quiet than it generally is for for votes. And you didn't see the the sort of walking around and backslapping and conversations that usually uh, go on during a vote in the House. Uh, members stayed seated for most of it. And as I said, it was very quiet as um, you kind of could see everybody counting the votes in their head. And I'll say this. It was um, when Nancy Mace, a Republican from South Carolina, uh, voted in favor of removing 
Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House that you heard an audible gasp. I think that was the vote, one, that surprised a great number of people, uh, given that she generally is not politically aligned with Matt Gates and sort of the group that was leading this effort, uh, given the fact that uh, Kevin McCarthy has uh, helped her in campaigning back home. Um, and given that that really was the vote that made it clear that this was going south in a hurry for Kevin McCarthy and he was unlikely to survive this. Let's talk about this this run as speaker, the tumult from the 15 rounds in January to now. And there has just sort of been a pall over the speaker's uh the speaker's office since this whole thing started and it came to a head as you have described with nancy mace's vote and the result today and i should be clear nancy mace was not the deciding vote but it was certainly one of the more dramatic votes that we saw um this afternoon now as for the tumult that has surrounded uh, the speakership of kevin mccarthy recall gernald the concessions that kevin mccarthy had to make particularly to the conservative flank of his party to get enough support to become speaker of the house 15 rounds over the course of four days if i remember correctly uh for him to become speaker and one of the concessions he made was lowering the threshold to do what we just saw, to raise a motion to vacate the chair. That has not generally been something that can be done by a single member of Congress. The rules were changed. That was one of the sort of insurance policies that some of these conservatives wanted. And since then, it really has hung over the head of Kevin McCarthy and will hang over the head of whoever succeeds Kevin McCarthy. Unless there is a rules change, this type of scenario can happen again. You you have a, a, a situation in the House right now where a single member can call to vacate the chair. The reason that previous speakers have been un, have been able to kind of cut these types of threats off at the pass is because you needed a little bit more coalition building. You needed a little bit more support to even move forward with a, a resolution like this. And so really the process and the the concessions and, and the back and forth and deal making that had to be done for Kevin McCarthy to become speaker in the first place ultimately sort of led to this vote that we saw here in the House of Representatives today. And, and ironically, you saw Kevin McCarthy gavel in this session uh, today, meaning he put down the gavel on what was essentially the ending of his term as speaker. Let's let's go into what this means, because as far as the business of the House is concerned, there is no business without a speaker. Correct. Uh Yes, although it's a little bit different than January because um, committees have been formed. And so committee work will, will continue. Um, there is now a speaker pro tem. It is Congressman Patrick McHenry of North Carolina. He is a uh, top ally of Kevin McCarthy. And the reason that that is the case, Grinnell, is um, one of the, the things that happened post 9-11 as uh, the country kind of looked at lines of succession and, and continuity of government was for the speaker to name somebody who would serve as a speaker pro tem, an acting speaker, a temporary speaker uh, in the event of a vacancy of the Speaker of the House. So uh, there will be as we watch the House now move forward over the next couple of days, you'll see Patrick McHenry 
sort of presiding uh, over over the House. He would preside uh, over votes for the next speaker. But it's still unclear even how that process will move forward. Um, the House, after they uh, removed Kevin McCarthy as speaker, went into what's called recess subject to the call of the chair, which is Congress speak for we'll come back when we got something to do. <laughs> They're going to uh, have <laughs> meetings. Republicans and Democrats, no doubt, are, are going to get together and try and figure out now a path forward. It, the, the, is there a Republican who can come forward and get 218 votes after what we just witnessed? Is there a Republican who maybe can, you know, build a coalition with a handful of Democrats, give them some concessions as it leads to governing almost a, a European style coalition government. A lot of questions because we have not been here before and do not exactly know what the next steps may look like. We're speaking to Fox News correspondent Jared Halpern. We'll have more for you in a moment. The question you may hear a lot of people asking, if not McCarthy, then who? And you pretty much went into that just now. Does Congressman McHenry want this job on a permanent basis? <laughs> is there anyone out there? Is there anyone out there who may uh, want? I don't want to say the headache of being a speaker, but the 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 job, as it were, or as it has been over the past eight months, as Kevin McCarthy has had it. Is there any scuttlebutt out there about who may want to, to sit in that chair? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> After what we just saw happen. And again, as I pointed out, the, the threat to a speaker that would remain. What's the appetite to be speaker? Now, Matt Gates has said that he'd be happy to vote for other people for speaker who are in leadership right now, like Steve Scalise. He's uh, the number two House Republican, the the uh, top deputy to Kevin McCarthy, the the. There are some questions about the health of um, Congressman Scalise. He has um, uh, been diagnosed with cancer, is getting treatment, is not always on the Hill. Does that play into his decision? There have been um, other members whose names have been put forward. But again, let's remind uh, the listeners the level of animosity that exists right now between most House Republicans and this group of eight that voted against McCarthy, led by Matt Gates. There is so much bad blood right now that I don't know if there is anybody who can bring everybody together. Keep in mind that if the Republicans put forward a speaker without any help from Democrats, as the expectation would be, they're going to need near unanimous um, uh, consent to that. And again, there's just I think Republicans are, are going to have to work through a lot of the the bad blood and and animosity that exists right now in the conference. I think there are questions about what Matt Gates's future looks like in the House of Representatives in the Republican conference. You recall, Gurnall, that it wasn't that long ago that Republicans uh, voted out a couple of uh, their members uh, from the House Republican conference, um, Liz Cheney among them because of her participation on the January 6th committee. That's a simple majority vote of the Republican conference. They could do that to Matt Gates. They could vote him out of the Republican conference. Is that significant? No, he's still a member of Congress. He still gets to vote, but it cuts off a ton of resources as it relates to fundraising, as it relates to other kinds of uh, advantages you get from being a member of a major party. And there are also uh, questions about, you know, what that would mean for, for a future speaker and whether or not they would be inclined to 
make deals with the hard right or, or the the Freedom Caucus after seeing what happened to Kevin McCarthy, who one of the complaints that Democrats and even moderate Republicans had with Kevin McCarthy is they thought that he he gave too much to to the Freedom Caucus and to the right uh, wing of, of his party. And so does that raise questions about how you build a, a consensus and, and build enough support within the Republican ranks to, to get elected Speaker of the House? As I said, we've never been here before, Gernal. A lot of this is just speculation at this point. One more thing to look at, because we understand there is animosity within the Congress, uh, within the Republican Party, as we have seen with this ouster of the Speaker today. However, there is an American public who is sitting in front of their televisions, sitting and listening to their radios or doing whatever, and hearing this going on. It doesn't necessarily inspire a lot of confidence in their government. That is something to consider at this point with how government is operating at this point. You know, even before this exercise that we just saw, Grinnell, it's not as if Congress had really high marks uh, from the approval rating side of things. Um, but listen, you're right. It, it is another question mark about the governance of this country. Over the last few months, we have seen lawmakers go to the brink of a debt default, go to the brink of government shutdowns, and now actually take the unprecedented first in history step of removing a Speaker of the House. Um, we've seen the markets uh react negatively to, to all of this news as well. So, you know, while a lot of this is sort of intrigue and Beltway related, there are, I think, serious questions from a lot of people outside of Washington, just regular folks who, who are sort of consuming this, uh, you know, on a day to day basis that, that wonder what can Congress get done? Um, and right now, it appears not a whole lot until they can rally around somebody to become Speaker of the House. As the old saying goes, what is past is prologue. We have a lot to see about what will come next in the United States Congress, especially in the House of Representatives. Fox News correspondent Jared Halpern, thanks for joining us for the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.